The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied by an adult. Hi there, and welcome to the Electric Vicuna podcast, original audio drama from 12 years of productions. I'm Jack Ward. Tonight's show is one of my favorites from a loosely associated series I call Darker Musings. If you need to place the style of Darker Musings, I'd say it's very much like The Twilight Zone. Rod Serling, as many people know, is my spiritual mentor as a writer. I always find myself delving into speculative fiction. Without giving too much away, this story was inspired by the strange science behind spores that create what have been popularly known as zombie ants. <laughs> and now, on with the show. Daniel is speaking to you from the air. Spoken! Hey there, folks. It's Wednesday night, a Wednesday Halloween night. And while I'm hoping all your kids are safe home and trying to sleep with their stomachs pumped full of sugary treats, why don't you join me and sit and listen to the reliable mix of retro tunes and talk? I'm Dan Cummings. Or as you know, Dan the old-timey man. And this is Classic Bubbly. Now I know we normally play your mix of the hits of yesterday and today, but tonight, well, I'm just an old country rocker by trade. But it is Halloween. And while the other stations will be playing non-stop monster mash hits, I thought we'd do something a little different. But first... Are you on the phone again? Our one-caller call is coming in right now. For those new listeners, every week we have one listener call in at the beginning of the show. This is Dan. Go ahead, caller. Hi, Dan. It's Susie. Hi, Susie. How are you tonight? Actually kind of excited to be on the air. What's the plan for tonight? Oh, I want to leave it as a bit of a surprise, if that's okay. That's okay, Dan. What I really wanted to ask is, well, it's been a while, and, uh... Oh, I have a feeling I know where you're going with this. Long-time listeners like me miss you talking about Irene. Dan? Again, for those new listeners, Susie's speaking about my wife, Irene. Last year, just about this time, she passed away from cancer. And Dan used to do the cutest thing. Oh, the listeners don't need to be reminded... He'd end the night with a little song dedicated to Irene. Well, that's... You're making him blush, Susie. Katie! K-k-k-katie! It's Katie Shepard, folks. Our news and weather lady is doing triple duty tonight as producer. Just for another six weeks, Dan, before I get to sit in the big chair. Not so big, I'm afraid, but yes, Katie's right. I'll be retiring from the center seat, finally, in just over a month from now. Uh, you'll be horribly missed, Dan, you know that. <laughs> Why, thank you. Don't you have a young one to go trick-or-treating with? Got to go earlier tonight, and now she's enjoying the evening with her grandmother, giving out candy to some of the later trick-or-treaters. What was she dressed as? The Grim Reaper. <laughs> Sounds like you're not exactly thrilled. Whatever happened to going out as a princess or a ballerina? It's all about death these days. Well, I for one am glad that you had the time. Sheriff Sam, our regular producer, is off on holiday for the next week in the tropical paradise of Benoit. Lucky son of a gun. To say the least. Susie, are you still here on the line? I'm still here. I'm just enjoying the banter. Well, now, what were we talking about? Susie was saying you don't talk about Irene or play your guitar at the end of the show anymore. Oh, right. Well, um, I thank you, Susie. 
And just for you and the other longtime listeners, I'll end the show with a song. After all, as Katie reminded us all, we've only got a couple more of those shows left. <laughs> we all wish it could be more. Thanks so much, Dan. And for the song request tonight, I... Oh, sorry, Susie. I should have said this up front. Senior moment. <laughs> In honor of Halloween, I thought we'd break tradition and play an old-time radio show. Old-time radio? Yeah. We have a special treat from the 80s series Nightfall with Hands Off. You ever listen to radio plays, Susie? Oh, I don't know. I... I... Lights Out. Sorry, Wrong Number, War of the Worlds. Oh, I've heard of that one. Are we listening to... Oh, no, no, no. Tonight, it's straight Canadian horror with Nightfall. You'll keep listening through, won't you, Susie? Like always. Have a good night, Susie. What can we expect in the weather at the top of the hour, Katie? Wind is as hushed as a grave, and we have skies clear as the eyes of the Grim Reaper. Cold as the hand of fate. Now you're getting into it, Dan. What's coming up for news? We're getting notification from Halifax police that all the streets down by the wharf, Upper Water Street, Barrington, between Cornwallis and Salter Streets, are blocked off for the time being. Was that because of the accident? That's right, Dan. Just about an hour and a half ago, a large cargo ship crashed right into Purdy's Wharf, causing what some estimate as well over a million dollars damage to the waterfront. Any word on what happened? Dock authorities are still investigating, but the cargo vessel was originally from Latvia and looks to have been commissioned sometime back in the 60s. So, an older vessel. Are they calling it pilot error or some kind of mechanical malfunction? Still no word from the authorities on that, but folks on the scene sent pictures of the crash on cell phones. Go check out pictures on hashtag HFXHBRCrash. I guess we'll find out more as we learn it. There must be some concern to block off so much of the downtown core. Some are speculating that there could be a danger of a gas leak. Maybe one of the lines was damaged down by the dock. Well, we'll certainly keep you all apprised. I'm glad most of the kitties are back home safe and stuffed with candy treats. There's not been a lot of injuries reported, have there? No, just a few from QE2. Emergency room staff there say they've had just eight walk-ins, two brought by ambulance. While serious, and no names of the injured are released yet, nothing critical at this time. Well, we promise to give you updates of that as we hear about them. Absolutely. In the meantime, just stay out of the waterfront area for the next couple of hours. Traffic is congested as far back as Connaught Street. Hope things clear up before it's time for us to head home. We'll let you know. Well, as promised, tonight we have an All Hallowed Eve's treat, Hands Off, a show from CBC's famous 1980s series, Nightfall, about a science experiment gone bad. <laughs> Are you ready to get scared, Katie? More ready than ever. Hands Off, from Classic Bubbly. I'm Dan, your old-timey man. dream, you are falling, lost in the listening distance, as dark locks in. <laughs> Nightfall. Good evening. The handling of volatile chemicals has always struck me as an occupation that I would prefer others to undertake. Tonight's play, featuring a less-than-fragile performance by Colin Fox, is called Hands Off. Oh, 
There. That'll hold them. For a while. They can't get in. But I can't get out. <laughs> it's a cage! All my life, I've kept animals in cages. Now I've put myself in one. Here. By my own hand. My hand. Hey, folks, this is Dan. Sorry for the early break, but we're back at the news desk with Katie Shepard. Katie, you've got more information on that ship accident at the Halifax Wharf? Right you are, Dan. This just in, there's been some strange reports coming from the QE2 about possible quarantine. Police are asking citizens to consider out-of-town clinics while they try to identify the contagion. Word from QE2 staff is that they could have a possible outbreak of necrotizing fasciitis. The flesh-eating disease? That's one of the early concerns. The police have the docks roped off, worried that there might be some of the bacteria spilled in the wharf downtown. Police are asking people to remain in their homes for the time being. Remain in their homes? That's what it says here, Dan, just off the wire. Sounds strange to me. Really? Because I've heard that that bacteria is extremely virulent. I had a friend of mine who went to a Catholic funeral for her father, and when one of the mourners came down with it, the next day they quarantined everyone. Thought it came from taking communion from the same chalice. Well, that's what I mean. It took at least a day before the symptoms would even start to show, right? Sure. My friend was called by the police the next day. But this just happened. Any people injured from the boat crashing wouldn't show the slightest symptoms in less than an hour, wouldn't they? I don't... I just assumed that maybe they had some way of picking it up. An electron microscope or something. Maybe, assuming they knew what they were looking for. I don't know. I'm, I'm just going by... Oh, I, I know, Katie. I'm just thinking out loud. At any rate, if you're at home this Halloween night, better save the partying for the weekend anyway. And uh, we'll let you know more when we do. Now back to Nightfall's Hands Off. I'm Dan, the old-timey man, and this is Classic Bubbly. Oh, God, my hand. <laughs> One touch of nature makes the whole world kin. How can we know what we're touching? It was just an ordinary experiment. How could I know? How could I have known? Go ahead, Sylvia. Touch the cat. She isn't dangerous. Yet. Why are you so nervous? Touch her. I'm sorry, Dr. Stryker. I'm not concentrating. Lab assistants should not get engaged. I always wanted to get married in May. But Jim says it'll interfere with his bar exams. It's so fresh in the spring. Delightful. No doubt Jim will welcome the break. He works too hard, if you ask me. Well, nothing wrong with work. Speaking of which, is the observation sheet ready? All set. Control experiment 361. Fine. Now, if this solution has the desired effect on that cat's relationship with its kitten, it should also succeed in the operative environment. 
This is Katie Shepard from the News Desk. We'll continue with tonight's Halloween radio play in just a moment. More disconcerting news from the Halifax Wharf collision. Haligonian curiosity seekers have taken pictures of the disaster, many of which are hosted at Photobucket slash HFX HBR Crash. However, some reports after the incident of a cargo vessel crashing into the Halifax Wharf are causing even more controversy. It seems that some goblins have taken to photoshopping some of the pictures of citizens reportedly near the disaster without their heads, usually with a big reddish cloud extending from their neck like a spooky smoke. Happy Halloween, Katie. <laughs> Looks like the Devil's Night is a little late this year, Dan. Halifax police are calling the pictures terrible hoaxes, tastelessly trying to cash in on the zombie craze of the night. Have you seen any of the pictures, Dan? I'm uh, just looking at a couple now. Oh, I have to admit, they can really do a good job with fake pictures nowadays. These heads really do look like they exploded. There's even one video that some pranksters look like they've put together quickly themselves. Here, have a listen. Wow. Whoever made that video, I just, uh... <laughs> Spielberg should be calling him. <laughs> That's not all, Dan. There's people getting in on the joke. Some are posting messages on Twitter that there are people's heads exploding in various locations in downtown Halifax. That's really <sighs> disappointing, folks. Look, I know it's Halloween night, and everyone enjoys a good joke, but there are real people injured from this boat crash. I, I just, well, I'd hope better things from the people of this town I love. And I hope that those who are hurt in this tragedy are given a clean bill of health soon. Any word on Queen Elizabeth? The hospital is still closed tight in quarantine and sending all walk-ins to the infirmary. They've notified any patients scheduled for operations tomorrow that they will be cancelled at this time and rebooked. And that's all the news to this minute. More when we come to it. Now back to Classic Bubbly with that old-time radio show. I'm still not sure I understand. It's quite simple. This solution should function as a negative bait. Negative? A bait which arouses the desire to kill. Oh. If we now observe that our test solution produces a high level of hostility between so intimate a pair as this mother cat and her own kitten, then think of the effect it will have on the primordial savagery of a shark. But why sharks? As a control factor to distract them from human prey. A diver, for example could launch a decoy saturated with this compound, and every shark for miles around would ignore him and attack the decoy. Now, just a few drops in that kitten's ear, if you please. What a lovely fragrance. I'm thinking of calling it rose water. A trade name, perhaps. Uh, but be careful. It takes effect through the... Uh, this is Dan, the old-timey man here. Uh, sorry, folks, for the constant interruptions, but as this story unfolds, we're trying to give you the most up-to-date information. Uh, Katie? Yes, Dan. We've been getting a lot of calls into the station since the last break complaining about our coverage. And what have they been saying? That the images on the internet are not doctored. That they are actual pictures of what's happening right now in Halifax's downtown core. Do we have one of those callers on the line now? Yes. Uh, we've got Eva on line three. Hello, Eva. Hello. This is Dan from Classic Bubbly. Am are you I on the air? Yes, yes, you're on the air right now. You're you're calling from downtown? Yes, I'm here on Market Street. I've just left the wooden monkey with my boyfriend. Hey Brian, where are you going? Eva? Eva, what's going on? Well, we're being kept back right now. We were told originally not to leave the restaurant, but many people 
they didn't want to stick around and they didn't see any reason they, they told you not to leave the restaurant who told you that Eva police I guess I mean they identified themselves as police but I didn't see a badge they just walked in but weren't wearing any uniforms just black trench coats and suits they flashed their wallets what exactly did they say Ryan where are you going Eva Eva can you hear me Dan I I have to go my boyfriend he's he's run off I have to go find him Eva stay on the line please Brian Eva no you can't get through there Eva Eva! Uh, it looks like we've lost Eva, folks. Uh, Katie and I will try to get her back. In the meantime, uh, back to the hands and old-time Radio Halloween. I think you'll be surprised by its potency. How's that? Should do it. Now, let's pass Junior over to his mum. And... See how they get along. Good primary response. She's highly disturbed. Excellent. My God, she's going to be better than I'd hoped for. Doctor, she's mauling the kitten. Terminate. Hi, folks. Dan here again. Uh, we'll be back with the show soon, but we've been taking a lot of phone calls. Some listeners are concerned, as we are, about Eva, but others have more information. Calls to the police department or town hall only get busy signals. Even local CTV and CBC stations have yet to break programming and comment on what's going on. If it weren't for the first-person reports, even the Internet would be dark on this. Katie? Well, here we're kept busy, Dan. The phone lines are lit up. It's just me answering them tonight, so please be patient if you're having trouble getting through. Eva, call back, Katie? No word yet. However, I do have an unknown caller on the line who says that he knows what is happening. Ooh, well, that sounds mysterious. Let's put him through. On line two. Unknown caller, you're on the air. I don't know why this put on hold. I'm sorry, caller, but it's just Katie and me at the station tonight. I don't know if you've heard, There's no but... time for this. Look, this isn't some Halloween prank. People are dying out on the streets of Halifax, and it's going to get worse. What do you mean, caller? You ever hear of zombie ants? No, no, I don't think... I saw this on the Discovery Channel. Do you mean that fungus that affects ants? What has this to Cordyceps. do with... Cordyceps. They've been experimenting with modifying cordyceps fungus originally for pest control, but discovered with an accelerant could be used to... We're, we're losing you, caller. Wait, what was that? You've got about five minutes from infection. Look for symptoms. First, it's a headache. Then euphoria. Laughing at nothing at all. And then the scream. And just get out of town if you can. Caller? Caller? Katie? Sorry, the line was dropped. Folks, I don't know if uh, that was another prank or not, but... Right now, I think we need to remain calm and indoors and away from the downtown square. Katie, what was this about zombie ants? Uh, it's a fungus that grows in a kind of carpenter ant in Africa, forces odd behavior, and eventually compels the infected ant to climb to the highest part of the colony, and then grab onto a branch and... And what? And, uh... And what happens, Katie? The fungus bursts out of the ant's head, and spores infect the entire area. Their heads... 
explode. Their heads explode. I've, um... I've got to... I've got to go home. Katie? My daughter, I... I've got to get to my daughter. That's okay, Katie. I I can pick up the phones from here. You go on ahead. Sorry, folks. Katie's not feeling well tonight, so it's uh, it's just uh, you and me in the studio. I'll be manning the lines and uh, call in when you get home. Okay. Well, uh, (laughs) everything seems to happen at once in life, doesn't it? Um, Well, not to belabor a point, but uh, not only is our normal producer out... And we had this accident at the docks and the fallout from that, but we're in the middle of renovating here at the station. You can't see how they've got this studio itself taken apart, but, uh, uh, here, here, listen to this. Hear that? That's one of the piles of wooden planks they've got, uh, stacked up here next to the broadcast desk. Carpets pulled up, and, uh, the fine carpenters who have been doing a great deal of work during the day have, uh, knocked off for the night. And left things pretty much as they've laid it. From my seat here, I can see a couple of work belts with hammers, screwdrivers, nails. And over on the other side, where they're putting up new drywall, uh, there, there's uh, some power saws and a nail gun. They've even removed the plexiglass shield we had between the master control booth and the studio. So Katie's been even closer than usual. Uh, we've got the lines blinking, so uh, I'm going to try and pick up. Hello, caller. You're on Classic Bubbly. Hey there, Dan. This is Dan. Where are you calling from? I'm 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 calling from the Simpson Tower Apartments. I'm honored. That's a swanky address. Nicest condos in the city. You've got the best view straight across the harbor. To I I know I know. I just I'm I'm just looking out my window now. The uh, the street is it's eerie. Do you know what's going on? Not really sure. We're getting all kinds of reports to the station. What are you seeing? It's strange. It's Halloween night, and we don't see anybody, and then... Then... Then what, caller? I'm sorry, what's your name? Uh, Jeff. I'm... You can call me Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. So take your time. What's strange? Well, we just uh, finished dinner and we were my my girlfriend and i we were about to take in a movie when we heard this noise what kind of noise it was like a wail like a like a piercing alarm until we opened the window and that's when i saw what was it you saw jeff there was this woman and she was running up the street i i I think she was running you think it was it was grotesque, like like something was forcing her to run, but her legs didn't work like normal. They just just shot out, twisted, like like they were just keeping her from falling down rather than taking her anywhere. And then... What, Jeff? What happened? Katie, you're back? Katie, are you okay? You're white as a sheet. Uh, dead air. I, I know, I know, I... Are you okay? Lisa, you see that? It's another I'm, one. I'm okay. I just I just need to sit down. It's another one. Jeff. Jeff, are you still there? Oh god, Dan, it's it's another runner. Another one? It's like every 5 minutes the street is dark and then another one runs this way that same 
same jerking. Like their legs aren't working the same, and and then that sound. Sound. No, Lisa, don't open the window. I can't. Jeff. Jeff. I'm. I'm here. Close the window, Lisa. For God's sake, close the window. That noise, that horrible, horrible noise. What was it? It it sounded like someone screaming, blood-curdling. No, that wasn't it. It it was the, the pop. It was, no, honey, it's okay, it's okay. They they can't, they can't get us here. God, my head aches. What popped, Jeff? What do you, what do you mean, pop? Her, her head. Head? They, they do that. They all, they all do that. They run, that stiff, awkward, falling run and run and scream all the way. And then, then they just, they just pop. Their heads explode like milkweed in the wind, a cloud, a red mist. I, I can even see it in the dark. And Jeff. It's Katie Shepard, Jeff. Do you think it's contagious? Katie, do you think we should Jeff, be... Jeff, do you think it's contagious? I don't know. Maybe? I mean, is that why the, the streets are so empty and every couple of minutes there's another one that... well, 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 careful now. We don't want to panic anyone. There could be a million different logical explanations What floor for... are you on, Jeff? Seventh. Why do you ask? Are you, are you okay, honey? I, I, I'm sorry. This, this whole thing is upsetting my girlfriend. Get some aspirin for me too, honey. Are um, are we in danger, Katie? No, no, I'm sure I you... wouldn't open that window again. Katie, Katie, we don't want. I was to... headed home, Jeff. I-, I was going to pick up my daughter, but as soon as I got on the street, it was empty. Well, the police have been asking. Except these black trucks at the end of either side of the street. Black trucks and they have no lettering or signs on the sides. That's them. There's one at the end of Salter Street here. It's blocking the entire street. As I was walking down the street to my car, there were city workers. I guess they were city workers, but they were wearing full white suits covering their heads like like beekeepers. They're, uh, they're opening the side doors now, uh, the black doors of the truck, and, and there's someone coming out. Beekeepers, but they had... They were shooting flame. They were, were burning. Burning? Burning. Burning the street. <laughs> Jeff? <laughs> Jeff! (laughs) Jeff, are you there? (laughs) Lisa? I... Folks, I, um... We're going to go back to the to the radio play now. And What's the point? Do you have another suggestion, Katie? Maybe maybe another caller? You can't just ignore what just happened here, Dan. You can't just switch to another caller and drop in a fart joke sound effect when they don't keep it entertaining. This is real. Katie. Don't you understand? Something's happening out there and we're just sitting in here taking calls like Katie like he'll do anything we're just talking talk and we make money out of talking 
How is that going to stop what's going on? You're right. Okay? Maybe we can't do anything, but I'm not going to just stop doing my job because there's a crisis going on. I lost my wife last year. Do you understand? The woman who meant more to me than anything. More than sunrises, more than smiles in the park, more than, more than children's laughter. But I had to come in every day. And you will, too. Every day. You'll have to take your turn at this microphone and inform and entertain the public when I leave. And they'll be waiting for you. Dan. Waiting in the dark for any kind of friendly voice to share through times like these. And Dan! What? I've got a headache. So do I. No. No, Dan. I've got a headache. No, no, that doesn't mean... I was outside. They were burning the street. Maybe... No, 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 no. And folks, if you're feeling any kind of symptoms out there, don't let yourself get paranoid or worried. This is Halifax. We've gone through the worst disaster outside of a nuclear bomb that any city could have suffered. And we pulled through. We rebuilt. <laughs> I'm not saying this is really happening. God knows it's Halloween night, and this could all be some kind of cruel joke. <laughs> but we need to pull together. Be a little vigilant against fear. The last thing we need to do is... Katie? Katie? Dan? Oh, oh God. No! Oh, God. Oh, my God. Katie... Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god! Um, uh, 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 folks, please, uh, just stay in, indoors. Seal your windows if you can. Uh, don't, don't let anyone in. I, I, I don't know. I, um, I don't know what's happening, but I do know when it's time to hope and time to pray. Please, pray for this city. Pray for us all. Caller at the beginning of the show, um, Susie. Susie asked if, if I would talk about Irene. And, uh, well, <laughs> we're almost out of time. So I think um, this is my only shot. Irene, this one, this one's for you. Irene, good night. 
But I have this, this screaming headache right now, so I really can't play any more. But uh, and I don't recommend that anyone else do what. Well, we all have to meet our Maker in our own ways. Maybe it's through a horrible disease or. or on our own terms. With thanks to the workmen who left something behind, I've been with you all thirty years. Please forgive me. May God forgive me and hold my hand straight. I wish there was another way. Irene... I'm coming home, honey, real soon. Darker Musings Anthology feature One by One was written and directed by Jack J. Ward. Post-production by John Bell. Tonight's cast starred John Bell, Christine Daniels, Tanya Malayevic, Kira Lund, Dylan Warren, and Daniel A. Schreiber, with M. Sierra Garcia. Nightfall Hands Off was a CBC radio drama and found in archive.org, with no copyright infringement intended. One by One is an Electric Vicuna production. Thank you. And good night from Halifax, Nova Scotia. And that's this week's show. John Bell is an infinitely powerful acting source for my radio dramas. I keep coming back to his vocal talents again and again. Check out his own great improvisational comedies at Bells in the Bat Free at thebatfree.com. Next week, we're headed out to the farthest reaches of the Wavefront Anthology for an award-winning show of mine, Alone in the Night. Hope to see you back here then, and until then, for the EVP Podcast, I'm Jack Ward. Good night. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. <laughs>